Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the HFFL pod. That's right. Maybe not all I do is win, but I definitely won last week. Corey, buddy. Five units after losing three the first straight three weeks. I am now up two units on the year, and I think it tightened up Corey's butthole just a little bit because uh, now he's setting everybody's maximum per week, no matter your bets, to five bucks, so that's nice to see. But, you know, last week I looked at the teams after I said, hey, I'm not going to have that great of a week, and I went out and picked six out of the seven correct. Uh, I got to give shout-out to the Shade for going 7-0 and last week in the pick But I made I looked at the teams, I made my diagnosis, and I cashed in, baby. I cashed in. And speaking of somebody that might know a diagnosis this week, we have oh. the doctor, oh, Mr. Brandon himself, Dr. Make My Team Great Again. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. That was awesome. That was awesome. I'm glad I didn't cut in before you because I almost forgot you didn't introduce me yet. So I had to keep my mouth shut for a minute there. Welcome to the pod. We've had this plan now for five weeks. I'm glad you were able to make it. It's great to be here. So this is a pivotal week we have here to talk about. We have just an absolutely loaded standings um so right now we have five teams at three and one walt jimmy Corey, stevens ryan surprising and Corey hagerman also i think surprising um and then we're we're stacked in the middle you being one of them brendan we got uh two we got what is it six two and two teams with um kellen or rico yourself jeff you and jeff are like a fraction of a point different on points scored this year and uh, Dave and then Scott sitting at two and two. Um, and then me, Julian and, and uh, Mike kind of one win between the, the, the three of us uh, sitting down at the bottom. So uh, how are you feeling so far, man? Two and two middle of the pack of the two and two teams. It's weird because I've, I lost some games that I thought I was going to win. And I won some games that I thought I'd have no business being in. Um, you gave me a hell of a fight last week. I thought I was going to cakewalk through that one. Oh, man, if I had just started Cole Komet, you'd be, you'd be, oh, I would be have tied been, right now, one and three. I would have been in big, <laughs> big trouble. I'd be in Julian's shoes trying to uh, figure out what the hell to do. I just I played for ceiling, and I didn't think Cole Komet had that in him with, with the way the Bears have been playing. So, <laughs> Poor, uh, I mean, I'm curious to see what happens tonight. Hopefully uh, Chicago falls down to earth here. That'd be great. Yeah, we got yeah, a big, uh, we got a big uh, let's ride bet, right? The whole group's riding tonight on uh, – what is it? Washington over 12 and a half first half. So let's see if we can make that cash. Oh yeah. I missed that. I haven't checked the group chat in a while. Yeah. Yeah. So I follow this guy puts out his picks uh, for every game college, you know, pro each day he has like one pick, three picks, five picks or something like that. Tonight, his pick was Washington over 12 and a half first half. So let's right. see if we can get it to hit. Um, that being said, also bet. I did oh. talk to Jimmy. He's busy. No segment this week from Jimmy, but his bet of the week, He's jumping back on the gravy train. He's getting back on Montgomery to score a touchdown anytime TD. So he's cashed it every week. He's going to milk it till it quits. Well, so, that's bad for me because I have David Montgomery in many leagues, including this one. And he, Jimmy just loves screwing me over. Anytime he opens, you over. Anytime he opens his mouth about my team, my team just goes to no, shit. Oh, Montgomery scored every week. I think you're fine. I think you're oh, fine. We'll see. Against, especially against Carolina's defense. I mean, you're, you're golden. He should. All right. So that being said, agenda is as normal. We're going to talk about the action. We're going to talk about Brendan's hot take. We're going to recap week four. Brendan's going to go through three yards in a cloud. We're going to have the week announcements. We're going to go through the picks. We're going to go through the current bye weeks just so everybody's aware of who's on bye. 
we'll get into the week five matchups and then we'll end with a final thought. So that being said, let's talk about the action recently. No trades. Again, quiet on the trade front. I think everybody's waiting to see what they got. But who was your favorite ad this week? It's a good question. I got uh, Andrew Van Ginkle to Mike, and yeah. I didn't really know much about this guy, and I click on him, and I think Mike put five bucks on him, and he's quietly put on 10, 20, 12, and 21 points. So for five bucks, if you can get that kind of double-digit production, and consistently, that's pretty damn good, especially in week four. This guy's kind of fl- flew under the radar a little bit all season. And you, and you know what's been crazy, too, because I have Van Ginkle as well as my my favorite ad this week. Like you said, he scored 63 points. Mike just picked him up for $5. I think there was a couple other people that threw a little bit on him. But for a guy who's playing defensive end next to Bradley Chubb, um, along with Jalen Phillips, who's been only played two of the first four games so far, um, even in those games that Phillips has been back, his his snap count uh, percentage is still only never dropped below forty eight percent. It's went as high as eighty eight percent because even when Phillips plays, he's stealing snaps from David Long Jr. Believe it or not. Wow! So interesting to see. I know the first week he played a lot of snaps uh, for David Long. David Long came back when Phillips was out because Van Ginkle moved into the defensive end position. Um, but yeah, he's playing a lot of uh, defensive end, inside weak side linebacker, still rushing. So a uh, very dynamic guy that obviously Miami has shown wants to be on the football field. So I think it was and a great. I think it was a great ad. Isn't this typical Mike too? Just putting together a defense out of scraps that he finds, and who knows what's going to happen? But well, he absolutely needs to um, because Mike's team. Uh, if you look at guys who he's like kind of leaned on, you got Hassan Reddick has 12 points this year. We're talking about a guy who scored 219 and a half Crazy. points in 2021. Crazy. Hassan Reddick for the Philadelphia Eagles has been getting an average of 68% of the snaps. So it's not like he's coming off the field. Right. Oh, he's, he's, not he's three snaps behind Josh Schwett on the year with 180 versus 183. But only I had no scoring, idea. No idea he was doing that bad. That's only insane. scoring 12 points on the year. Three, zero, zero, nine. First That's sack, insane. first tackle, first TFL, and first assist of the year last week against the Commanders. So Mike definitely needs to find something. That's going to work for his defensive end position because it sure as heck ain't Hassan Reddick this year. Hey, this might be it. Yeah, I mean, what what is Hassan here? He is yeah twenty nine. I mean, you'd like to think a guy with you know at that level could could do something. He's on the he's field. He's just not making plays. Two. Yeah. And then uh, Uchenu Moso, I mean, finally had a big game last week with twenty five points. But before that, he'd only scored twenty three. And that's wow. another guy that Mike leans on heavily the defensive end position scoring 224 points last year. So he's definitely got to figure that out. And he's picked yeah. up, he's made some good ads. Oh. Dennis Gardeck, Andrew Van Ginkle. He's slowly building that defense up to where it needs to be, but he's on four might be too late. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Moving on to your hot takes, sir. Let's see how hot and spicy you can get it. Uh, let us hear it. I don't, I don't think it's that hot of a take. But I think the Cincinnati Bengals are not going to the postseason this year. 
Oh my and I God. think they would actually be better off sitting Joe Burrow down yeah. for, until their bye week. Uh-huh. Get them healthy. Yeah. And have a good second half of the year. Brendan, did you didn't happen to see my notes, did you? Because like number one question and in, in three yards in a cloud for NFL was your thoughts on Cincinnati <laughs> and Joe Burrow. No way. No <laughs> way. It says, well, right here. it says here. Are they out of it? Are they cooked? Do you think they should rest Joe Burrow? Oh, I just answered all three of those in uh, yeah. 30 yeah, so seconds. They're, so, so they're cooked. They're not making the playoffs, right? You think they should just sit Joe Burrow and, and get him healthy and see if they can make a run late? Sit him to the bye week, try to make a run late. You paid him too much money to try to risk anything else. Who's their backup right now? Do you know? I forget his name. The I Cincinnati looked it up earlier. I completely forget. Jake Browning. Oh, yeah. Played he sucks. Four snaps in the first week. Um, so – yeah, I mean, they they definitely should have probably did a better job with their backup quarterback situation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you in know, uh, you know, usually with, with teams as good as uh, Cincinnati, they they usually can attract high quality backups, knowing that if they're putting put in, they can they can do well and maybe get that next contract kind of thing because all the talents there. But yeah, they don't have any money anymore. Yeah, it's just amazing. You know, we've seen him tweak this uh, calf in the off season. Right. You know, there was that video of him limping off the field uh, during right. camp. And, you know, everybody was like scared if it was an Achilles, what they call it a calf strain. Um, but it's lingering, man. It's like one of those things, like if you don't rest it, it's just going to be there all season. And if this is the best they're going to get out of them uh, the last couple of weeks, it's just been been horrendous. And I, I know. I know Corey has has to be just super frustrated with what's, oh, what's yeah. going on. Three points, 18 points, eight points, four points. So and what I do mean, you do if you're Corey? I feel like you got to still play him if you're Corey. If he's going to be in the lineup, you got to play Joe Burrow. I mean, he's been he's been making do with, with Baker. I mean, Baker's averaging, what, through four games, almost 20 points, like 19 points. Right. He needs to do better than that. I mean, his team is good, but I don't think his team is good enough to deal with that kind of production at the quarterback position. Um Maybe he's got to make a trade for somebody. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's not – you know, we know Corey. He's not afraid to make a deal. No. He's not afraid to make a deal. He's so, all in right now. Uh, you know, I mean, he's he, he's still sitting three and one. He's still sitting pretty. He's been getting by. But, you know, a week like this week against Jimmy, you know, these are the kind of weeks you need to have a high-performing quarterback in, in your lineup. And, uh, you know, this might be it for – you might have to go out and get somebody if you can't figure something out. But we'll see. We'll see. Well, you know, he, he knows a lot about fo- football, so I'm sure he'll figure it out. Um, all right. I mean, I don't – yeah, I don't. honestly, I don't think that's a hot of a take. I think it's a pretty fair take with the way those that team has been playing. Uh, yeah, it's a little uh, – it's, it's a lukewarm take, let's call it, you know. Uh, it, I, if that take came out to dinner, I wouldn't send it back, but I would be disappointed <laughs> if we could put it that way. I'd leave right. some complaints <laughs> on the yell. I'd still eat it. Yeah. All right. All right, all right. So, let's get into the week four recap. Uh, we're going to start with my, mine and your match. I want to hear about this, what you thought about the match last week, what you're doing when you're score watching. Uh, you won 197-188. Let's hear it. Yeah, I forget how it played out, but I think after the 1 o'clock games, I had a ton of people left and was still kind of uh, – not too far behind you. So I, I thought we were looking pretty good. I go to my hockey game. I come back and I'm projected only win by like 12 or 15 at this point on Sunday night. And I mean, of course, 
course, this is the week you decide to score 188 points. I got to believe that's the most you've scored in a long, long time. But well, this year still, for sure. This year for sure. But you yeah. got huge weeks out of some guys. Bijan, Nico Collins came out of nowhere. Gregory Russo. Um, just a good defensive effort all along. So, fortunately, Josh Allen had 40-something. Montgomery had 30-something. They were able to to help me pull away. Without those huge weeks, I would have been yeah. toast. They made up for the uh, Debo uh, distraction, which he was just a decoy out there all day long. Yep. Your Michael Mayer, yep. zero points. Um, I was disappointed because I feel like Jordan Fuller and Rayshon Jenkins could have did more. Rayshon played all the snaps, scored three and a half points. Um, and, yeah, I benched Cole Komet for Dalton Kincaid, and that was that was it, man. That was it, or I would have my first win of the year. What a move. Yeah, what a, what move. a move. I should have listened to Corey, man. He told me everything I needed to do. He's like, oh, yeah, you need to play a Carolina wide receiver, and you need to put Cole Komet in, and, you know. I don't know. I just don't have that uh, that 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 roster touch. That you got that has, touch. You yeah. got to listen to six fantasy football podcasts. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I, I do. You know, I actually just started listening to fantasy footballers. Oh yeah. Recently, yeah. Um, they actually, I, after my like one something finished, it just kind of came on, and I'm like, oh, all right, I'll listen to this. So, uh, two episodes in now, fantasy footballers. So, yeah, you like it? Not bad content. I like no, it. Yeah. Kellen tries so hard to get me to do it. I listen yeah. to one. Yeah, I mean it's it's not bad. I mean they're 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 entertaining, right? It's an entertaining pod. I like it. Um, all right, yeah. I mean it was a, I I wouldn't say a heartbreaker for me because like I don't really care, but um, I'd love to be able to like you know get wins and beat you guys and still end up with a high pick, right? Kind of like what uh like Ryan's doing right now or wait, the way the way this Scott's season's doing. playing out, <laughs> you might need every loss you can get. Yeah, I mean losses don't matter, right? When it comes to picks, that's true. Picks are just potential points, so. I just got to keep my potential points where they're at, let these guys develop, let them come into their own second, third year, you know, that kind of stuff. So uh, anyways, would like to get the win. Didn't get it. Good for you. Right. That moves you to two and two on the year. One and three would be a whole different paint job on this season for you. So good for you on that. Next, we had Scott versus Corey Hagerman. Uh, This is my pillow fight of the week. Uh, Corey Hagerman gets the win at 144 to 125. Um, another stinker from both teams, particularly Scott this week, even with his 100% roster efficiency, he wouldn't have beat Corey's 144. He would have scored 143 points if he played the maximum amount of positions he could have played. Um, very Jekyll and Hyde Scott is, uh, this year. Um, he has his own pick. So him being down is really helping with, uh, you know, the injuries and suspensions he has. Right now, he had four wide receivers on his bench. All scored zero because they were hurt or suspended. Um, Odell, Traylon Burks, uh, Johnson, uh, Jamison Williams. Um, that being said, his defense threw up another stinker. Corey scored mid-140s to take the win this week. Um, he only had six guys in double digits, which uh, it, I don't know, it's he's just lucky to have gotten that win. Uh, continues his uh, fraudulent three-in-one run, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, uh, Corey gets to win. Can't win with only that many scoring double digits. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be pretty happy, Corey does, with the C.J. Stroud. C.J.'s looked really, really good he at least the last solid. three games. A uh, couple of touchdowns in each. He scored, you know, 26, 22, 26 points. Um, you know, he might be breaking this uh, this uh, Ohio State quarterback curse thing that's kind of out there, especially looking at how bad Justin Fields is. You never know. But I don't know. He'll come down there. I don't know. You know, I mean, people didn't even think this Houston team could win a game, you know, and and here he is, 
you know, making Nico Collins look good, making Tank Dell look good, you know. So they're looking feisty. They are they're a feisty team, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, um Corey moves to three and one, Scott moves to two and two. Uh next game is Walt versus Kellen. What do you got here, Brandon? Brendan. Sorry. I got a huge, yeah, week from <laughs> Walt with uh, Lamar McCaffrey just going off. Uh, defense, Max, Max Crosby got 60-26, and uh, Kevin Bynum on D had a really nice week. Um, He's had a nice, nice season. Nice season, that's, yeah, 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 no kidding. 82 points for Bynum so far this year. Um, Just really high scoring, though. Who would have thought this uh, a week ago? Um. Even with the the crazy week Kellen had, uh, mm-hmm. Walt Walt just went crazy. You can't you can't keep up with that. You got to have a damn near perfect week to keep up with that. Yeah, yeah. And two two hundred eight points is tough to lose. Uh, but that two forty one that's what vaulted Walt to first place right now, uh, in points four and, and with his three and one record. Uh, that CMC trade, man. I tell you what, people were saying, what's he doing? Right, he doesn't have any depth. But you go out and get a guy like this, scored 120 points so far this year. That's averaging 30 points a week. It puts a whole different look on your on your I, team. It, as long as he stays healthy, I mean, nothing's going to stop that San Francisco offense. It's insane. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, you know, Shanahan's always did this running back by committee, right? Always trying to find his Christian McCaffrey. And now he has his shining star, and uh, he's really making it work, man. It's it's really awesome to see. Uh, uh, all-star running back in a, in a Shanahan offense. So, uh, no, looks really good. Um, but, uh, yeah, Walt three and one, uh, my favorite to win. And I know probably much to your chagrin, Brendan, my favorite to win the, the championship this year, Kellen moves to two and two. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got next is, uh, Orico versus the snowmen. This was my, uh, upset of the week, which hit, did I mention that I won that bet? It hit oh, last really? week. Oh. Yeah, yeah, this was one of them. Um, so uh cash it 192, 165 over Jimmy. Uh it's funny, these two teams had exactly the same potential points. So it all came to who played the, the most efficient roster. They both had 120, I think actually almost the exact. Uh Arico had hundred or 220.7. Jimmy was at 220.12, so almost exactly the same. Uh, so yeah, it came down to roster efficiency and and Arico uh won that battle. Uh he he won even leaving Mark Andrews on his bench, who scored you know 20 something points. Uh for Jimmy, this one hurts. This is his lowest scoring week of the year. Um, DJ Moore was on his bench with 26. And uh, you know, just overall poor performances by Kittle, Mixon, Tyreek, a guy Jimmy's really leaned on this year to score over the 200s the first three weeks. Um, just ended up a disaster. Can't believe it was that close. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. I mean, for them to have almost the exact same potential points, I don't think I've seen that before. No. Just play Mark Andrews. Yeah, just play Mark Andrews. It's not that uh, hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy one. Yeah. Uh all right. Next is Julian versus Mike. 218. Julian Mike scores an unbelievable 205 points last week. Tell us more about that. Yeah, close, but Julian finally gets a win. Um Huge week from Jalen Hurts, King Henry, Stefan Diggs. Um, Julian Tomorrow's actually had, a, yeah. One of the one of the things I actually noticed was Julian actually had a lot of guys score under ten points. So he's lucky he had some big weeks from some guys, um, mm. especially with how close the the final score ended up being. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that th- thirty six points by Diggs, twenty seven by Henry. It's 
Yeah, no, he got pretty lucky because, I mean, two points from his tight end, three points from Brian Burns, who's, mm-hmm. in, a, in my opinion, an elite defensive end. Um, yeah, that was uh, – he got pretty lucky with, with some high-ceiling guys actually coming through. And Kamara looks back, man. Kamara looks looks – Looks like he's primed to to have himself a, a season after his suspension. I hope so. I got him in a redraft league. First time I've ever had him in a league. Yeah, because if you were, if him. you were in top three or top five before, exactly. you weren't getting them. So exactly. Good. Let's hope he helps you. Yeah, it's no kidding. But Mike had a pretty good week. Um, fortunately, like Amari Cooper and Ryan Neal, they really helped me at all. They they score real low. Mm-hmm. Score like that, um, can't win. Yeah, Josh Jacobs finally woke up. Terry McLaurin. Yeah, good good defensive end performances. Uh, like we said, and Moso finally scored and finally got his sacks for the year. And then he played a guy named Jonathan Cooper. Uh, who is Jonathan? Who is Jonathan Cooper? I didn't even notice. Third that. year player out of Ohio State, 25 years old, defensive end. Um it's the whitest name the last, ever. The last three weeks he scored. Uh, 28, 14, 26 points. Oh, yeah, not bad. He picked him up uh two weeks ago for two bucks. Wow, <laughs> good value. And he scores 26 points. Uh, Mike doing Mike things, Mike there, doing but, Mike uh, things, but still not enough for Mike. Uh, Julian gets his first win, goes to one and three. Mike drops to 0 and four down in the basement with little old me. All right, Julian, yeah. <laughs> Almost was, but somebody had to win that game. All right. Next is Jeff versus Ryan. This, Brendan, was my lock of the week, which also hit. And when they both hit together, that's a parlay. And then the odds get paid out. And then you have to pay more for the for what, versus what the bet was worth. Oh, is that how parlays work? Yeah. Uh, one unit paid five units. So hitting a parlay is good. Hitting a parlay is really good because then it helps make nice. up for past errors. Nice. Yeah. And whose yeah. money is this? Uh, Corey's money. Oh, Corey's yeah. money. Yeah, Corey Vegas's money. So, yeah. um, very nice, very nice. Um, Jeff wins one seventy four, one sixty four. Um, there was hope for Ryan actually at the end there until Jamal Adams got hurt, left the game. Um, but Ryan left Khalil Herbert on his bench and scored twenty three, who was playing possibly the worst defense next to the Bears last week. <clears throat> and for Jeff, uh, he continues not to be able to figure out the tight end position. Juwan Johnson got hurt, scored zero. Uh, really didn't have a better option on his bench with the other three guys that he had. Um, but JJ had a game, you know, his defense showed up big time with five of the seven guys in double digits. Um, and that was just enough. That was enough to get it done. You know, he had uh, Jamal, you know, Justin Jefferson, Matt Stafford have good games. Devontae Adams had a double digit game, not ideal, right? Not what he did last week with like 50 points or whatever, but uh, his defense showed up, you know, Nick Scott scored 20. Mika Fitzpatrick scored 20. Um so his kicker scored 18, which was huge. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff goes to two and two. And Ryan gets his first loss of the year uh, by 10 points. All right. Last one. Dave versus Corey. Uh, Corey won 195 to 149. Shocking low score this week for Dave. Yeah, and that's actually the first note uh, that I wrote, that it was more of a poor week by Dave than it was a good week by Corey. Dave had four people score under two points, six people score Mm. under eight points, and my notes messed up, but a ton of people score under 10. The point is uh, he didn't do much. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Corey pretty much just had to set a starting lineup, score 150 points, and he would have been fine. He ended up scoring 195, but he had a decent week. Um, Corey, that is. Tony Pollard had a nice week. Um, mm-hmm. He did have a goose egg by Alohi Gilman. I don't know who that is. But Some safety for the Chargers here. Couldn't even get one tackle. Uh, yeah, he said it. He said he won't play Sunday four days ago, and uh, Corey left him in. I think that's a. I think that's a roster that's a, infraction. I, I think. think I think that. your parlay should just get boosted for that. I think. I think. Yeah, it should be an automatically boosted parlay. Fifty percent um, boost. Yeah, or roster infraction warning. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you're right, man. Um, AJ Brown went off for thirty-seven. Jordan Brooks twenty-three points. I mean, he had some big performances, but again, Tony Pollard and Joe Burrow stinkers. Um, but Dave had stinker, more stinkers than Corey. So um, that got Corey to three and one. Dave moves to two and two. Uh, and that is the week four recap. All right. Moving on. Three yards in a cloud. You already answered the NFL question, right? Yes, you you already one stone. All right. We're done with one. Uh, HFFL. Um, so you're two and two. You're currently fourth lowest potential points, uh, which puts you down, you know, uh, at the bottom of, of your, your bracket, even though you're points four, because you've been a pretty efficient team this year at setting a, a lineup. You're middle of the road in the two and two teams. For you to make the playoffs this year, what has to happen? And what is going to be the key to your success in making the playoffs? The key to my success is I need to stop getting injured. Um, Matt Judon just went out for I don't know how many weeks. I refuse to look at it because I don't want to know. Um, that, that's on top of already J.K. Dobbins. That's on top of Nick Bolton, who's missed some time the last couple weeks. Um, I think I have enough, other than running back, um, I think I have enough depth to survive the injuries as is. But I think I'm one injury away from being in big, big, big trouble, um, mm-hmm. especially at the end and linebacker. What was the first part of that question? What do I need to do? What do you got? What needs to happen for you to make the playoffs? I need Josh Allen and David Montgomery to keep balling. I have, offensively, I have been riding them the last really three weeks. Um, Montgomery is is getting touchdowns every game. It seems like even though. I was worried he was going to miss significant time. He ended up only missing one game. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen had that crappy Monday night football um, game. Week Although, one. Aside yeah. from that, week one. Other than yeah. that, he's been pretty solid. Scored uh, 40 points for me, I think, last week. Yeah, you had to know he's going to bounce back, right? Exactly. Offensively, though, that is – those are the only two guys that have shown some consistency. Mm-hmm. Debo's boomer bust, and the rest of my wide receivers are hot garbage. Um if if so, if Josh or David Montgomery uh, have bad weeks, I mean, it's not impossible mm-hmm. to think I would score less than fifty points on offense. Some weeks. Are you? Uh, where are you at? Where are you at? Like, uh, are you teetering? Like, hey, if I can win the next two, maybe I got to make a move to get something. Or are you like a borderline? Hey, if I don't win the next two, I'm selling. Or you know, where's your head at there? So the thing is, I was doing a lot of thinking like that last week. Um, where I was saying, if I go one and three, I got to have a, a serious conversation with myself about what I want to do. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I don't have my pick. So there's no point mm-hmm. of me selling right now to suck all year. You could trade for your pick back. I could trade. Yeah. What, what's it going to take? You have it, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> it would just take uh, you know, young upsided talent, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's all. I'm sure you'll give me a fair deal. Fair, fair and square. <laughs> after after some lengthy negotiation, absolutely. In the end, <laughs> it'll be the fairest deal you've ever struck. I think I've always enjoyed negotiating with you. There's other people in this league. We don't need to say names, Scott, mm-hmm. who are very fun. <laughs> Screenshot in every every text that I I send. Oh, yeah, and put yeah in keep the... your receipt. He keeps yeah. receipts like it's nobody's business. But then I'm pretty sure he was bitching about somebody else yeah. doing it this summer, wasn't he? Maybe I'm misremembering yeah. that. Yeah, but... yeah, I think so. He keeps <laughs> receipts. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. he, he must he must pay for the extra buck for the 50 gig cloud service because he has where he stores all his receipts he's, he's got a whole folder for it in his phone <laughs> <Yeah>. hffl <laughs> receipts shitty offers i've received <laughs> yeah so we can probably make something happen but no so you're 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 in the realm of man if we don't get this going if i can't get healthy if i you know i'm gonna see how these stuff. next two to three weeks go and if they go poorly i'm gonna i'm gonna wait to see what happens there's yeah, I don't have my pick, so I might as well wait for the right deal to come. I don't need to force anything. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Lastly, uh, wild card question. Um, what's your current show that you're watching? TV show that you're watching that is just your favorite right now, and what makes it what makes it your favorite? So I have been out of shows. Okay. for like two months of things to watch okay so let's just go in the last year What's so i finally favorite? started watching the drive to survive show it's been okay. out for a long time it's pretty fascinating stuff um what is it it's the oh brennan you broke up just a little bit i can right cut now? this out you got me yeah all right go ahead what, what's it about yeah what's it about so it's a documentary um about the formula f1 racing Okay. So it's got all these cameras and behind the scenes look. It's the same guys. Did you watch the um, Full Swing? I did. On yeah. Netflix. It was the same thing. Same okay. guys, I think. So it's and been going on for like scenes. five years. Behind the scenes on it. I'm not even a racing fan, but just seeing how fast and how cool these cars are, everything that goes into making these teams and all that. Mm-hmm. So I've been picking away at that a little bit. Okay. But it's right. uh, it's pretty fascinating stuff. Drive to Survive. Okay. And there's five seasons worth of stuff there, right? So if anybody wanted to watch it. Something like that, yeah. There's uh, there's plenty of time to binge. Maybe it'll take you over a weekend. So good stuff. Good stuff. If you can do uh, that in a weekend, that's impressive. Yeah. If, I mean, I've done I've done at least two seasons in a weekend before. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, oh, yeah. I'm definitely somebody when I find something, man, I just... I just can't stop watching can't it. Stop. And then I dream about it, right? And then I'm like up all night thinking about it. Oh yeah. You can't go to sleep it because becomes, of it. It becomes a whole thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that with um I think it was the first season of True Detective. Oh man, that was that, the best. That stuff was so disturbing. It would like keep me up at night and then I would wake up and just start that watching was, it. Again. Uh, that was uh Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey right? McConaughey, yeah. Oh my god, that was so good. Him sitting in the interrogation room drinking the beers. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, they got start drinking at twelve, making those little figurines with. <laughs> yeah, what was it with the um? What do you have like a cigarette? Like Cigarettes, was cigarette it? aluminum? Or yeah. Whatever. yeah, he's making little little people with it, you know, <laughs> as he's talking. Oh man. Oh yeah, that was a good show. That was a good show. I watched some of the other ones. I didn't care for the other seasons, but no, they were that terrible. First, that first one was perfect, absolutely perfect. Okay, 
Well, that's three yards in a cloud. Uh, so we'll move on to league announcements. Uh, this week, NFL buys have started. So you're going to hear a lot of us when we're analyzing the games, talk about who's missing. It's going to make big impacts on matchups. This week, Browns are, Browns are on a buy. Uh, so you're not going to see Amari Cooper. You're not going to see Jerome Ford. You're not going to see Kareem Hunts. Um, David Njoku, which I don't know, he burned his face off, I guess. So maybe he wouldn't even yeah. play in. Did the story uh, of that ever come out? I have no idea. I just seen he showed up in some weird ass mask the other night to football. And, <laughs> but yeah, he apparently burned his face. So I, I turned on uh, Red Zone like just in time and just to hear Scott Hanton say, yeah, he reports suffered, he suffered burns and he's yeah. wearing this mask. And it's like, what did he do? And I, I've been living no. in under a rock the last no. few days, so I never heard what happened. I've I have not heard either. Uh, but honestly, I didn't really care to like Google it. I was like, oh look, you shut up in a in a mask. Cool. Um, so yeah, you're crazy, not see those guys. Yeah, crazy uh, sex stuff, probably. Go to Sean Watson. Maybe he gets healthy this week. So we'll see. Um, Chargers are out, so that's gonna be a big hit, right? Guys like Keenan Allen not playing this week. Uh Quentin Johnston, um, Justin Herbert, I know is gonna be a big hit for somebody. Um, and uh Dicker the kicker. Dicker the kicker. Uh, Seahawks, right? So you got Metcalf, Lockett, uh, Smith and Jigba, Geno Smith, out. Uh, Wagner, out. Jordan Brooks, out. Um, so, and then you got uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, so no Baker Mayfield, no Rashad White, no Mike Evans, no Godwin, uh, no Otten. Uh, so, you know, all those guys are going to be out this week. Those are your buys. Talk a little bit about draft order. Right now, first pick by like I want to say four points at eight hundred and five uh, potential points is Mike owned by Scott. Um, with eight hundred nine potential points, that's me uh, owned by me. Uh, and then in third for the third overall pick right now is Scott, who owns his own pick with eight hundred sixteen potential points. So he is right in the thick of it, into the thick of it. Um, and then at fourth, uh, you owned by me. Uh, well, you're not owned by me, right? It's not like that. Like I own your pick, but I, you know, I don't. Okay. Uh, you have, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting owned by you. <laughs> 835 potential points. Uh, and then with the fifth pick, um, Ryan, uh, with 860, that pick is owned by Jimmy. And then with the sixth pick, you have, uh, Corey Hagerman, uh, with 867 potential points. And then it skyrockets because the next pick is Julian right now with 921 potential points. Fuck so, you, Julian. So you have only 60 points separating the bottom six, and then there's 60 points separating six and seven in potential points. Wild. So you have two teams that are in the bottom six right now that are three and one, Hagerman and Ryan. So possibly fraudulent, but we'll see. Uh, we have two teams that are two and two. Uh, you and Scott uh, for three and four. And then you obviously have the own four teams uh, way down at the bottom at one and two. So that is your draft order. Watch any, any comments there? No, it's interesting stuff. I think this week's going to separate a lot of people. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a really big week. I think for a lot of teams, it's going to make or break uh, a lot of directions, right? If you, right. if you go from two, two and two to, to two and three or, you know, three and ones probably aren't as affected by this week, but uh, you're going to see some separation for sure in the standings. All right. Oh. So, 
Anything DJ Moore, big catch. DJ Moore is, looks like he's having a pretty good game, eh? Well, good for him. All right. Let's get into the week five matchups. So we're going to start with the toilet bowl. Me versus Mike. Corey Vegas has me at four and a, minus four and a half, which is crazy that I'm giving points to anybody. Uh, but it is Mike. Mike has buys. Um, but let's hear what you have to say about it, Brendan. Yeah, so when I was making my notes last night this morning, um, Mike has five – had five people um, on buys in his roster. So I'm looking now. looks like he's filled them all. Um, but pretty significant people. Jerome Ford, Amari Cooper, uh, Nwosu, Ryan Neal. Um, Rich, you're pretty much full strength, I believe. It's going to be tight, but I actually have this as my upset of the week. Um, I think you have good matchups with Jordan Love. Um, Raider versus Raider defense. Nico, Nico Collins looks like he's getting hot at the right week, and Cole Komet coming off hot. So I, th- I have you winning in the upset. You're getting your first win. Yeah, even even though I'm favored in Corey Vegas, I still see it as an upset as oh, well. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, if I'm going to get a win this year, it's got to be this week. I think it's going to have to be this week. Bijan, Nico, great matchups. And also, fuck Mike. Uh, <laughs> I get the rivalry. win. Week. <laughs> it's rivalry week, baby. Let's go. Roll Tide. Uh, give me, I win 183 to 163. 20 point Ooh, 20 points. I'm covering it. Not just sneaking by. Five you, times you, over, I'm covering that bitch. All right. Love it. But not but not my upset. All right. Next matchup. We have Scott at two and two versus Julian at one and three. Um, I hate the inconsistencies of Scott's team. Um, I don't know if Saquon's playing this week or not. I know he's been limited in practice. Uh, Christian Kirk, I don't like Jacksonville's matchup, even though they've stayed in London. They still have a tough Buffalo defense coming in. Even though somehow it's a Buffalo home game, how does Jacksonville get to play there, stay there, Buffalo comes there, and then it's a Buffalo home game? It's a huge advantage. Makes no sense to me, right? I still don't like the matchup for Christian Kirk. Um, Brock Purdy is going to just be tormented all day by that Dallas pass rush. Uh, He has the second-worst defense in the league. Uh, you pair that with the ceiling of Julian's team, especially with Kamara back. I think Julian wins big here. I think Scott continues to improve his pick. Uh, Julian wins big, 205 to 156. What do you think, Brendan? Yeah, it was projected pretty close, but I agree with you. I, I think – I don't know what to get – where we're getting out of Saquon. Last I heard, he's probably going to play, but I don't know how healthy he's going to be, how much they're going to use him. I wouldn't trust anybody in that Giants offense anyway at least right now, even if it is Saquon. And that means I think Scott is just missing that player that's going to blow up for 20-plus points, right? Yeah. Um, he's got a lot of guys projected to get 9 to 12 points, and, and against Julian, who finally got some life out of guys like Henry and Kamara and, and Diggs, you're just not going to keep up. So I agree with you. I think it's Julian, and I think it's pretty big. Yeah, and uh, this is my lock of the week. And and in my lock of the week, I'm laying the 26. Hell yeah. There's Julian minus 26. I'm laying the points. Lock of the week. It's in the parlay. Which also, uh, just an update, uh, 
My bad, fellas. It's uh, currently 17-0 Chicago um, with 14 minutes left in the second quarter. So we need uh, <laughs> we need a two-touchdown quarter out of Washington here. So we'll see, fellas, for the bet. My bad. We'll leave in Sam Howell. Yep. Uh, yeah, Buck is dying, man. Can you believe that? That's crazy. I just found yeah. out on him when I turned on the TV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dick Buckus. What a name. Classic name. Just absolute beast on the field. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Mike brought it up, and I think he jinxed the whole thing uh, when he brought it up in the chat. So, uh, anyways, yeah, that's Mike. my lock of the week. Uh, let's move on. Keep it a rolling. Uh, we're going to go with Walt versus Hagerman. Both teams at 3-1. and one. What do you think about this one? Yeah, just looking down uh, Walt's roster, you, you see Lamar Jackson and then Christian McCaffrey is the first two guys um, combined. They're projected to score 40. Um, and, I mean, honestly, the way McCaffrey's been playing, they might score more than that. Um, I don't love Walt's wide receiver core, though. Um, Marquise Brown, Romeo Dobbs, and George Pickens and Tank, Tank Dell. Nothing great. Um but his defense, I think, is going to carry him home. Mm-hmm. For Corey, C.J. Stroud's having a really good year. Um, Swift is is playing really, really well. Um, but his problem is Rashad White and Keenan Allen are on buys, and I think that's going to hurt him in the long run. Um, when I did the notes, I, I was projecting he was doing Singletary and Tony in replace of them. Is that what he ended up doing? He did, yeah. Yeah. So that's all he's got, really. Yeah. And I don't love that. Um, and because of that, I got Walt winning. And I have that as my lock of the week. Yeah, that's a smart lock of the week. I mean, Corey Vegas is him at minus 41. Um, buys absolutely plague him this week, like you said, with the key ones. Uh, Walt's firing on full cylinders. We got a first place shade. Um, I think he has great matchups across the board, as much as you don't like his wide receivers. Uh, Green Bay gets gets the Raiders, and so Dobbs should be able to eat. Um, Tank Dell, uh, who's looked promising and, and talented this year, they get Atlanta. Uh, and Marquise Brown has a, a pretty dreadful looking Cincinnati defense right now, so at home. So um, I think he's going to eat. I think his defense is going to eat. Uh, so I got I got Walt actually not covering. No, eh, I got him covering two hundred five to one fifty six. Oh no, it's not yeah. bad. Yeah. Oh no, no. I'm sorry. Two hundred five, one sixty seven. So not, not covering, not covering. Sorry, I read the wrong one. I read my uh, Scott Julian lock of the week. Two hundred five, one fifty six was Scott Julian. Walt, I have it two hundred five, one sixty seven. So I got a cover uh, for Corey there. All right. Next is Orico versus Kellen. Orico is minus seventeen and a half. Orico uh, definitely has some explosivity, right? His team has uh, this like uh, ability just to go off. I mean, we've seen it from his Dolphins, right? We've seen Devon A Chain, we've seen Jalen Waddle uh, just explode. Uh, eight, you know, Etn can go off. He's got guys like High Smith, who's had huge weeks. Quay Walker has had huge weeks. Um, so. I don't really care for his cornerback, defensive back streaming he's doing uh, defensively. I think it kind of hurts him a little bit. But, um, you know, Gibbs isn't getting as much work with with whenever, you know, Montgomery's in the lineup. Uh, ETN is facing a tough Bills defense this week. 
Uh, and the Saints with Olave, uh, New England has a good defense. I'm sorry, they 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 did a number uh, week two against Tua and, and the Dolphins, who we know has an explosive offense. And with you know the David Carr show, who doesn't seem to be showing up as hot as my take was on him, um, he must not have listened to the pod. Uh, that being said, a few weeks, uh, a few big bye weeks uh, for the defense uh, for Kellen. No swag, no love, no Delpit, no Matt. Um, but it looks like Cup's going to play. It looks like really sun is shining. Uh, a, a, a laser beam is coming in. And I think the Angel Edis Cooper Cup is going to play this week. I think his golden locks are going to bless us all. And I think Sunday, October 8th, on that day in Cooper Cup history, he will be a huge part of an upset. And I think Kellen exposes Orico a little bit here and wins. 192, 188. Wow. Wow. What do you got? I think on October 8th, three years from now, we're going to be saying this was the day that Puka Nakua officially took over the Cooper Cup spot. <laughs> he's we'll old. He's, he's got shitty hamstrings. He's done. For Kellen's sake, I hope he's done. <laughs> I'm sick of hearing about him. So who you got here? Two and two versus two and two. Rico I got a Rico. 17 and a half. I got a Rico. I think okay. Kellen's bye weeks are just too much. If if Kellen was full strength, he's, he might have a chance. But I think with with so many stars on buys, it's it's not going to happen. You look at his wide receiver core too. He's got Cooper Cup. How healthy is he? Jamar Chase. How effective is he going to be with everything going on in Cincinnati? We already covered that. Um, you know, James Cook is having a nice season, but Najee not so much. Jamar, we talked about him. Rico, other than Justin Herbert, he's he's full strength. Um, he's got A Chain and ETN and Gibbs going. He's got Olave, who had a quiet week last week. I think that just means he'll have a decent week this week. Waddle's playing really well. Um, he's got Andrews at tight end. I I think it's Rico, and I think he probably covers whatever the cover whatever the spread was. Seventeen and a half. You taking a minus seventeen and a half? Take Rico. You want to lay the points to me for a little little side action? Yeah, I'll do that. All right, where do you want to go? Five bucks. Done. Unit. Unit. I'll take Kellen plus 17 and a half. All right. Done. It'd be nice to take money off of somebody that isn't Corey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Corey's, Corey's going to have to shut down the doors after what you did to him last week. Yeah, I know. And if I do it again this week. I, he might so, be closing. So he gave me plus 300 this week. So it's uh, five to win 15. So let's see how that works out. <laughs> All right, because you're getting ready to hear who my upset is. You're getting ready to hear it. We have the next matchup. We have Jeff and the Trash Trunk versus you, Brendan, minus two and a half. You are the favorite here, sir. Uh, how do you feel about your chances this week? I think I'm fucked. <laughs> Tell me more about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, JK, Nick, Bolton. I just made a list. That's what I did this morning for this game. I just made a list of how d- banged up I am. Yeah. JK, Nick Bolton, uh, David Montgomery's, I think is still banged up, but he's, he's, you know, he's playing, but Matt Judon now, um, mm-hmm. count the bye weeks. I'm missing Tyler Lockett and Quentin Johnson. He hasn't done much, but I'm so desperate. I'm putting in a r- rookie that hasn't played into my lineup. Who's um, that? Who's who are you putting in? 
Quentin. Well, no, that's what I mean. I was playing Quentin Johnson. Oh, yeah, he hasn't yeah. done anything yet. Well, he's on by, yeah. 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 Um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, Montgomery and that Josh Allen are still capable of monster weeks. Um, Miles Garrett's on a bye week. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's Jeff. I think it's Jeff pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. So this is my upset of the week. I'm picking Jeff. Uh, thank God Corey Vegas made you the favorite. I can't um, believe I'm favorite. <laughs> what is he thinking? I have no idea. But, you know, I mean, he's got his reasons. I'm sure he does. You know, when he's drinking his coffee on the way to work and he's, you know, writing this up from his phone, I'm sure he's paying a lot of attention. Uh, so I have Stafford versus Philly is going to be tough, right? I mean, that's a tough matchup for Stafford, um, even if he gets his guy back. Um, Devontae for uh, – yeah, Devontae Adams gets Green Bay. I like that matchup. JJ gets Kansas City. I really like that matchup. Um, but for you, Montgomery's been been going off, you know, uh, which I think between the four running backs playing in this in this in this matchup, he's the best. Um, Josh Allen, I mean, better than anybody that that you know, uh, other than Je- Justin Jefferson, um, better than anybody that Jeff can field. But no Tyler Lockett, um, no Miles Garrett. Uh, along with your slew of injuries. Uh, and because of this, I'm going to take Jeff as my upset of the week. 197, but I still think you, you make it respectable. 185 I have from you. I'll take it. I'll put All a 185. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got next matchup. Dave, minus 12 and a half. Two and two, Dave, minus 12 and a half versus three and one, Ryan. Um. Dave is one of the best offenses in the league. Uh, he's putting out um, an offense this week with no Kenneth Walker. Uh, and we know he's struggling on defense, um, which has been Ryan's best area, even though it's kind of middle of the pack. Um, but he's without Jamal Adams this week. I think Dave will outscore Ryan on offense, and I think it'll be by a lot. So I don't think his defense is going to have to do too much. But I think Dave wins here. It's going to be a relatively middle of the road scoring week this week, 176, 164. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty close too. Um, no one's been as supportive as Ryan over the years and myself. Uh, I think he's got a competitive team. Um, Justin Fields having a pretty nice night already um, for for Ryan here. Um, he's got Raheem Mostert and Brian Robinson. Um, should be fine. I'm curious to see what T. Higgins does. Um, I don't know. Is he even playing? Do we know yet? Uh, I think he's ribs. I think he's doubtful. Doubtful. Yeah, I don't think he's playing this week. Um, that being said, I just think Dave's Dave's got too much. Uh, he's got uh, he's got two going right quarterback. Um, two, two at home versus Giants. Yep. I I think he wins. Uh, I think he runs the running back battle, and and I think Puka Nakua, Amon Ra, Garrett Wilson. I think they. I know Amon Ra is on the fence of whether or not he's going to play. They're, he'll be he's fine. targeting to play. He'll be not fine. sure. So we'll see. But I got even, Dave. Even if he doesn't, I still feel he can. He can still win this, even if uh, he yeah. doesn't go. Might be close, but I got Dave. Yep. Yep. Same. Same. All right, next and last matchup, uh, we have my game of the week, three and three, Corey and the Trust the Process, or three and one, Corey, I should say, and Jimmy and the Borrow Snowman, three and one. Uh, Jimmy is minus 14. What you think? 
It's my game of the week. Um, I don't know if Joe, just because of how, how big the implications are. I don't think Joe Burrow is going to be Joe Burrow this week. Um, is that who did Corey play Joe Burrow when I wrote? Yes, too. Uh, yeah, Baker's on. When I wrote the notes, that's what. Oh, that's right. Um, you know, Jimmy's got Patty Mahomes, so it should be an easy win there. And he's um, got Patty Mahomes versus Minnesota. Patty Mahomes versus Minnesota, Ooh. absolutely. Um, Corey's got a pretty solid running back list with Tony Pollard, um, but I think Jimmy still beats him out. Isaiah Pacheco, Joe Mixon. Cincinnati's going to have to run the ball until they can figure it out how to throw it. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to have to use Mixon. Um, as for wide receivers, Jimmy's going Tyreek Hill, DJ Moore, Devontae Smith. Um, and then you got A.J. Brown, Gabe, Gabe Davis, and C.D. Lamb on the other. That's a really close one. And and and, I, and by the way, our picks have already been in, guys. Even though DJ Moore right now has thirty-one <laughs> points with seven minutes left in the second quarter, uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. These picks have already been in. We've already we already know. We, this isn't going to change anything. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm so dumb. I didn't even realize that though. I mean, DJ Moore is is going. He's off. blowing up. Um, I got Jimmy. Yeah, long-winded, but I got Jimmy. I just, I just think he he. It's got the slight edge over Corey in just about every position. Um, and that's going to add up in the long run. Jimmy's going to gonna walk away with it. Yeah. Jimmy, if, if, if this is any indication with what DJ Moore is doing tonight, Jimmy might score 300 points. Um, I hate where Joe Burrow's at right now. I really don't understand. Like we said, just rest him. Get him healthy. Uh, you just paid him all that money. Why are you going to ruin him? You know? Uh, right. I love Devontae Smith this week. I think he eats against the Rams. Um, I think the Rams are going to really focus on A.J. Brown after that big week he had last week. Um, Kelsey's probably going to have a big day, uh, no doubt about it, right? Minnesota sucks. Play all your Kansas City Chiefs. Is Taylor um, going to Minnesota? Uh, probably. She does a really good uh, Minnesota accent. I don't know if you've heard that. It was pretty funny. Uh, she did on some uh, talk show oh, or something. I did hear uh, that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so there's a San Francisco game, right? San Francisco versus Dallas and Buffalo versus Jacksonville. Uh, I think both of those games are going to have a hard time scoring in. Um, I can see both games hitting unders. Uh, one of them's under 45, the other one's 48.5 respectively. Um, so in, I think there's a lot of Corey's team that are going to be involved in those two games. I can see both. Um, I can see Kansas City, again, going against one of the worst defenses. Tyreek at home versus the middle of the pack. Giants defense. Uh, Jimmy bounces back, bounces back big here. I think Corey keeps it close though. Um, I'm going to go really close here. I think Corey would cover. I think he's going to cover, uh, 205, 201. So a lot closer than you think. Um, but I mean, uh, I think Micah Parsons and Travis Kelsey are going to be his saving grace this week. They're going to keep him in this matchup. I think, I think Parsons feasts. I think Kelsey has a great day. Other than that, I think the rest of his offense and defense, or most the rest of his offense, struggles for sure. His defense is probably going to be pretty good, um, but uh, you know, Jimmy has a hell of a start already. But two hundred five, two hundred one is what I got. So this is also my game of the week. Going to be interesting to watch the uh, the live score in the chat this week to see how that goes. Uh, so that brings us to the last question. Final thought. We'll go around the table. Uh, let's both talk about a little bit about what we feel our team's biggest bright spot so far this year has been. I know we, we were doom and gloom with you earlier, right? So let's talk about the positive. <laughs> let's look a little bit optimistic here. What do you think? 
for me, it's David Montgomery. Um, my running back room got pretty trashed in every preseason pod for good reason. There's no depth in there. Um, but I always said I think David Montgomery is going to be really solid for the Lions yeah. this year. Um, he's kind of in that sweet spot of where you want uh, as far as age goes for a good running back. I know I probably only have maybe a, another two years or so with him playing the way that he is, but barring no injury, I think he's been really, really, really solid, especially the way the rest of uh, rest of my running back room has played out. Uh, JK getting hurt. Um, Clyde pretty much being useless um, and so on. So yeah. thank God for David Montgomery. He's kind of carrying my uh, skilled position players right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, and he has a perfect role in Detroit right now. Uh, and, and he's running harder than I've ever seen him mm-hmm. running before. Um, he he's really seems to have that fire. Uh, I don't know what it is, but um, yeah, he's running hard and it just, it's a shame that, you know, what happened to JK for feels like the 10th year in a row to that kid. Um, so uh, yeah, could, could only imagine if you had JK and, and Montgomery mm-hmm. in there right now, but yeah, Montgomery's definitely been a bright spot, not only for you, but for the lions. Um, for me, it's Nico, Nico Collins. Uh, I make a deal for him, you know, I think a year ago, two years ago, uh, I trade cream hunt and I think two seconds for Terrace Marshall and Nico Collins. And it's just nice to see you uh, make what look, sounds like an overpay at the, at the, at the beginning. Uh, and then you hold on and you hold on and you hold on and you wait and you hope, and then uh, something breaks loose, you know, and something clicks. So it's uh it's nice to see him actually start to produce. And I think he's like, I think ninth overall receiver right now in the league, ninth, seventh or ninth, something like that, but he's top 10 in scoring and uh he, he you know he finally has a quarterback to throw in the football uh so uh that's my bright spot i mean of course Bijan, we knew what he was going to be see everything you hope for oh and more and more um but no uh for me it's great to see great to see nico doing doing what i think i thought nico could do so that's my bright spot um anything else from you brendan before we sign off no no that's it this is fun yeah i think it was a good pod uh so yeah everybody have a great week five and let's hope everybody stays healthy go lines talk to you later go lines yeah